You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On today's episode of The Salisha Show. Find a mentor. Find someone who's doing it. I have literally taken phone calls and I get on the phone with them and I go, what do you want to do? What's going on? What is it that you want to experience? And, And we have conversations and I try to tell them as much as I can in order to get them on the right track. Because we're all in different points of our careers. So I'm trying to get them on track to where they need to go. Ask questions. Throw yourself into situations. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. There were times where I didn't know exactly what I was doing in in other situations. And I threw myself into it. And we never know how it's going to turn out unless we try. And if we fail, we pick ourselves up and we try it again. The L to the Isha. Some call me Sally, others call me Sisha. If you don't like it, I'm gonna have to beat ya. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding, y'all. Y'all, y'all, Y and double L. I bet you all thought that Salisha couldn't spell, but now you know, and I got to go. Hey, it's time for the Salisha show. <laughs> and welcome to the Salisha show. I'm your host, Salisha Thomas, and I am. You guys, my heart is so excited. My my guest today is somebody who I happen to know in real life, but even if I didn't have the opportunity of knowing him, I would be starstruck getting to talk to him today. He is literally the, oh gosh, like my high school brain, if, if drama club, like what it means to make it on Broadway. That is who I am talking to today. He's done, he's done everything. He's toured, he's been on the West End in London. He's been on Broadway, some of, some of the shows. Before I even get started, I'm sorry, I'm truly so excited. So I'm not gonna be able to fit in all of the things that he's done because he's done so much. Some of the shows that he's been in has been beautiful, the Carol King musical, which I'm so grateful to have been in because that is how I get to know him. Wonderland, Scottsboro Boys, A Chorus Line. We're talking Broadway here, folks. The Lion King, Music Man. He's toured with Kinky Boots, Sister Act, Dirty Dancing, Hairspray. Literally, the list goes on. He is about to be in a movie. Uh, the movie's about to come out, The Jersey Jersey Boys. Have you heard of that? S- starring opposite Nick Jonas. In addition to that, he's also a Broadway investor and producer. He's produced um, shows like he's invested in shows, MJ the Musical, Carolina, Change Revival, Hades Town, on tour, on Broadway, and he's getting ready to, oh, 
He's a lead producer on a new show called Chicken and Biscuits. Another, oh, I'm just so proud. It's, there's so much beautiful fam who's doing great things, and I'm so just honored to know these people. He's going to be a lead producer on Broadway on that, and that's coming out this fall in October at Circle in the Square. In addition to all of that, he's also in Broadway Inspirational Voices. In addition to that, he also has his own production company. And y'all, he's educated. And if that is not enough, <laughs> he also plays, what's he play? Flute, saxophone, piccolo, oh and piano. He does everything. You guys, please help me welcome Broadway star E. Clayton Cornelius. Hello. I that <laughs> introduction was amazing. And you are so silly, girl. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But thank you. Thank you so much for, for mentioning all of that. That is a lot. And thank you for mentioning that. It's amazing. Like when I was reading through I've already knew that you did a lot of things, but like when I was actually reading through all the things, I'm like, how did he fit all of this into his life? If he's, he's my age, right? I'm not 20, uh. I'm not 20, but I'm like, <laughs> he, oh, you've been in the building, in the business for 23 plus years. First of all, black don't crack because honey, <laughs> <laughs> unless he okay. started when you were two. Okay, like, I get a little enhancement here and there. <laughs> you gotta go to the Tribeca Med Spa and get yourself some Botox, honey. Honey, <laughs> talk about it. You look good. Thank you. Thank you. First of all, thank you for making time to come on here because I know you're busy. Of, of course. I, I, I wanted to be here and talk to you, to the Miss Beauty Queen herself. Oh. <laughs> Your hair is, is fried down and laid to the side right now. Honey, I'm gonna yes. take it out right after this interview. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you look good. You look good. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I have a lot of questions for you, even as a friend, but also just as also as a fan. You've done so much and I'm just like, how did you do it all? And so one of the first things I want to know is I mentioned like a little bit briefly in, in my intro for you, my drama club brain, when I think making it on Broadway, you like that is what you have done. Do you feel like that? And also, how do you keep leveling up when you've done so much? How do you keep topping yourself? I don't know if it's topping myself necessarily. I guess I don't see it that way. I, I just want to stay relevant. I want to keep going. You know what I mean? I think as performers, and I think this, we can only do eight shows a week so long. And being that I am a man of middle age now, <laughs> even though I look young, yes, honey, honey. I, I will be 45 <gasps> in November. In November? In November, yes. And I'm a Sagittarius uh, for anybody out there. No. <laughs> and basically, I just want to keep going. I want to keep making my family proud, making myself proud, and trying to do more and have my hands in everything. I've been in the business for 25 years, so I've seen a lot and I see what everyone's doing and I just wanna be a part of everything. I just sort of set my, I always set goals for myself and, and hopefully I'll hit some of those goals. And, and luckily I, I have, I, I really have accomplished almost every goal that I've ever wanted. And it's not happened the way I, I necessarily want it. it. It never happens the way you want it to happen, but it ends up happening in some form. And that's what I love about this business and what we can do and how we can always 
reinvent ourselves yeah. you know what i mean yeah and then i feel like after all the years like they they start to add up and then it's like one day you just look back and you're like i did all of that exactly it's extensive yeah. it's impressive Thank it's you. really especially I, I feel like i am talking to black royalty right now and oh, it, just sweet. like did you ever feel like oh my goodness i'm gonna be that person one day you're studying to do all these things you hope to achieve things and then one day you checked it off the yeah, I, they used to, they call me the first black because as time goes on, I became, I was the youngest in a cast and now I'm like the oldest in a cast. And I'm like, how did I get here? How did I become the, one of the oldest in this cast? And then people are calling me, oh, I saw you when I was five oh. in the tour of myself. Who? Oh. What? Don't do that oh, to me, God. honey. No, please. I was like, no, I was, I... aren't we the same age? No, it's, I've just been doing it for so long. I usually don't even know what's happening. I didn't even get into how many of those things that I listed, how many of those are OBCs, how many of those things are original Broadway casts. That is an I've honor. I've been very fortunate. The, the, actually, which ones? Which ones are you OBC? I want um, I am OBC on my first Broadway show, which was uh, Cat and the King, <sighs> my second Broadway show of Music Man the Revival. Third Broadway show. I'm OBC of the first national tour of Lion King. I'm OBC of the first national tour of Hairspray. Wait. OBC what? of the first national of the Lion King? Lion King. So yeah. you were like OG for, OG, you're like, OG you're Broadway for OG. <laughs> you're like, I'm sorry, I don't do the show unless I'm OB mother C. That is amazing. So here's the thing. Mm -hmm. A lot of times before people do a lot of things like you have done, yeah. they feel, and I say they, really, I'm just talking about me. They feel like they need permission before they can go and be great. Did you, was there ever anybody who was like, yes, E. Clay, the sky is the limit. You can do it. Was there somebody who inspired you? Did you always just know that the sky was the limit? Who my, did you need My permission? dad and my mom, my dad. And my, my dad, who's no longer with us, died in 2015. And he, I know my mom's probably not going to hate me for this, but my dad was my, my coach. He pushed me. He was a, an entrepreneur. He was a businessman. And he always taught me to reach for the stars. I could have whatever I wanted. He did not have a college degree, but he had a business. He had uh, attorneys, attorneys calling him for advice. He was the national president of a beverage association. He made so many things happen. He had to go to work when he was 13 years old in a bowling alley when both of his parents died to take care of his eight brothers and sisters that he had. And so I saw this. And I saw my dad be that important person, that, that money man, the, the one who sacrificed for his family. And I had a really great black man in my life who showed me the way when it comes to taking care of your family, taking care of yourself, taking care of your finances and what to do. And I just fell into that. And I always felt a, a pressure almost of, I got to get it right because wow, he's there watching me and I got to get it right. Yeah. So when people were running around New York City at a very young age, I was trying to figure out the next thing. Yeah, interesting. One little thing that you just briefly touched on is like a financial freedom, which I find very interesting because like sometimes like life is hard as an actor. Mm, yeah, it is. 
And I don't know if you remember this, but there was one time backstage at Beautiful, you'd already left the show. You were probably, I think you were working on Ain't Too Proud at the time. And you mm -hmm. were just backstage, just visiting and all of us were just uh -huh. eating it up. And you were talking about your home. And I think like you were selling your home or getting a new home or something like that. And yeah. I, so my apartment, I own my apartment here in New York right now. Yeah. And when you were talking about that, I, I didn't own my apartment at the time. And okay. that was an inspiration to me. Oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. like there's actors out there actually doing that. How yes. does this go? Yes. And so when you're like that to me, like represents like a state of financial freedom, which it mm -hmm. can be very difficult to achieve. So I, I don't know if this, and we don't have to really get into this, but I am mm -hmm. curious as an actor, like, how did you get into like financial shape to position yourself where you are? I think whatever it is you're doing, no matter if it's you're performing, if you're in finance, if you're uh, a, a, a waiter at a really great restaurant, whatever it is that you so choose to do in, in New York City, there's so many different careers. Yeah. Just align yourself with something. It might not be the thing that you're necessarily passionate about, but if there's something that you do well and you're in an industry, you have a great job or you land a great job, stick to that. I feel like you should stick to that for a long while so that you have an upper hand in that industry. So when you do collect your checks and can get to that, that point where you are making good money with whatever company or whatever thing that you're working on, you can always start funding yourself to, to make the next step. You know what I mean? You might, for example, performing was my passion, but performing is now starting to be secondary. Something else is my passion. Right. And we always have that other talent, other things in, inside of us. It's not just going to land in one area. So as I'm garnering the one area that I do well, and I landed that good job in, I was doing Broadway shows, a Broadway show. Yeah. I'm thinking about, oh, what can I do now for the future? Oh, investing, producing, that's what I want to do. So let me find out how I can get my foot in the door that way. But let me keep doing this learning as nice. much as I can yeah. so that I can get to the next level. Yeah, about that, because th not it's not every actor who's, oh, and I'm also going to produce the show that I'm in. <laughs> you're an investor or a producer on Ain't Too Proud. Like, you're in it. I'm an investor on Ain't Too and Proud. And you're yeah. also investing in it. What, I don't know, like, when did that first time that you, like, started to make that transition, when was that? What did that look like? So I was in the revival of A Course Line on Broadway. And I remember I was dating at the time a makeup artist who happened to be was my fiance. We did not get married. And I remember at that time, they were a makeup artist and a national makeup artist for different companies. And at that time, all the Broadway shows were Mac was sponsoring them. Mac was sponsoring almost every Broadway show. And I thought, wouldn't it be nice if Prescriptives, which my fiance worked for, was the sponsor on the show? So I said something to him. He said that would be a great idea. I said that would open up their market to a whole nother slew of things like Broadway. And so we went to the marketing group, which was the, I think they were the marketing on the show at the time. And I called them up and I said, what do you think about like L'Oreal Prescriptors being a sponsor on the show? They said, we call me back. We love it. We think this you is great. You just called up marketing? I, I just called up the marketing group. I don't think they're even in existence anymore, but I called them up, pitched them my, my idea. I spoke to the vice president of the company 
and it left a message and they called me back and said, yes, we hear that you're by York. We would love to set up a meeting and talk about this. This sounds like a good idea. So I panicked <gasps> and I called my dad and I was like, how do, what do I do? What, what do I do? I do? <laughs> create an LLC and be the liaisons between the two companies. I said, great. So I didn't know what I was doing. I set up an LLC. It cost $400 at that time. $400? And, um, you charged me $3,000 to try to set up. I'm like, what? Really? Girl, yeah. I can set up a, a LLC for 230 bucks. Yeah, we we'll got talk, talk after. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it. I set up LLCs like this. Oh. So I did that and I found myself in this meeting and I tried to not let them know that I was in the show, but I, I, unfortunately I had to at the last minute because they're like, how did we get here? How do you know by York? And I was like, okay, I'm in the show. And they were like, you're oh. what? And so when they found out I was in the show, they thought that was great. And it ended up that we became a sponsors on the show. So it was, it was really wonderful. And I didn't do anything with the LLC after that. I just active all these years. So I turned that LLC into my own corporation for myself as an yes. actor. Yes. And, and then from there, I have three investment companies with investments. And then I, my production company with my business partner, who I met in the first national tour of Lion King years ago. Oh my gosh. So yeah, garner those relationships, it's all about relationships. And sticking with those people. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. I feel like, stick with me as I try to figure out what this question is, because I, I yeah. you've done so many things and, and all, while being black, while being a black man, okay? <laughs> Can we just- It was not easy. Do you know what it I'm saying? Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? So mm -hmm. I'm wondering, have you ever felt, because according to your resume, I would assume the answer is no, but have you ever felt like being a black man has ever held you back from anything? I'm going to say yes and no. Being a black man has actually helped me in a lot of ways. Mm. And maybe this is different for a black woman. And hopefully we can see more black women coming up the pike and doing their thing because that's what Chicken and Biscuits is all about, supporting black women and, and their superiority, you know what I mean, in, in, in life black girl magic yes. but as a black man what I always was that token in shows because I was someone who did sing legit and could do all the things and I could like mold myself into this thing that maybe the, the white culture wanted me to so I was I was in a I was a lot of I was the token black boy in in a lot of shows I was like that American pie sort of black guy yeah and I always I always tried to look a certain way just because I knew that I would work that way you know what I mean mm, yes I do um, know what you mean not that <laughs> I necessarily approved of that but I knew that would help me get ahead and get me further down to where I needed to go mm -hmm. so I accepted like my position for a while and then it came to a point where I go no I don't want to do that no, I don't want to be a swing anymore. Or no, I don't want to be the understudy anymore. I want to do this. And there's, Oprah was right. There is a power in saying no. <laughs> and I remember that I tore my ACL in the tour of Dirty Dancing on stage. Oh, God. And I crawled off stage and my dance partner's freaking out and I tore my ACL. I knew something was wrong and I went to the doctor and they told me they, I tore it. And I had a calmness about, I had calmness about the whole thing. Holy and spirit. I thought to myself, 
Honey. <laughs> okay. God's like, I and got I you. Said, okay. And it was, and I said, what is next for me? A- am I going to heal from this? Is it going to change me? Am I going to be able to perform again? And I had a calmness about it. I really did. And I remember I watched an interview with Anika Nani Rose. This is when she was in The Prince and the Frog in Disney. I love her. Love her. And uh, I remember watching an interview on The View. Whoopi Goldberg, Joy, and all that. And I remember Mm -hmm. Joy Behar asking her, now that you are at this level with the Beyonce's and the whatever of of the world, how do you handle yourself when you go in and audition for these things now? She said, do you feel like you're pressured or you're nervous because now that you're up against these superstars? And she says, you know what? I give 100% of myself. She goes, I always have my girlfriends call me up and go, girl, Beyonce's going to be at that audition. Girl, you know, such and such going to be at that audition. And she said, there was something about what she said, but she said something like, I give 100% of myself to the room and then I leave. And all I know is when I leave the room, I gave myself 100% of myself. So there's really nothing else I can do. And I thought to myself, why am I so scared all the time? Why am I so frightened in the room to audition for stuff? And from that point on, I remember I, (laughs) I, I now don't sing songs in auditions. I do parodies. So I'll take songs and write my own lyrics. Oh, how dare you? That is uh, the best idea ever. Yeah. And I learned that from my friend, J.E. Lang, because she's the freaking comedic genius. Oh, and nice. we did chorus lining. I called her one day. I remember being in my bathroom. I said, J.E. Lang, I love the song, Give Me the Ball from uh, the chorus line, because I can sing that song really well. And it's high, it's rangy. And I said, we need to come up with something that I can sing about my life in this. Nice. So we wrote a song called Give Me the Job. So I sing a version, I sing Give Me the Job, Give Me the Job. Like I sing it to the audition people, Give Me the Job. And it's supposed to be Amazing. fun and funny. Well, yeah. And it's just about my little life coming to New York and them give me the job. And I, say, I could be auditioning for an opera. I will sing that first. And it always breaks the ice. And no matter how they feel about me, they always okay, sing something else. We love you. You wow. know what I mean? And But wow. it wasn't until that interview that I, something in me cracked. And I said, I'm tired of being scared. There's nothing to be ashamed of anymore. Just put my 100% of myself. And when that happened, I auditioned for four things, all these roles. And I got all four what? of those things that I auditioned for. Oh. And I had to pick between the things that you know I mean? Oh uh, my God. <laughs> And so it, it was just a crack, a break. And obviously, I audition now. I struggle and I don't get stuff, whatever. But I know now that when I go into that room, I put 100% of myself down. It's Being me. Being you. Silly me, crazy me. And it's, they just want to see you be who you are. And, and that's what right. I keep telling people when they go to go into this room, be who you are. Like, don't be anybody else if you want to be crazy. Because yes. someone's going to pick that up. Someone's going to love that. Yeah. And then when you're also when you're in that role, you can breathe because they hired you and not yeah. some version that you were trying right. to be. You get to be you. Yeah. And I'm now caught in this thing where, you know, Des Mackinoff, who I love dearly, has been my director for many things. The Jersey Boys little film yes. that's for streaming, by the way, like I'm going to be on some net network streaming Netflix or Peacock or whatever. That's awesome. But I know. And I get to be a part of that. <laughs> so but cool. he now uses me for 
these roles that I get to play seven and eight different roles. And like you've seen Ain't Too Proud, yes, like, I'm I've... crazy. Like I will come up with a character in two seconds, but now I'm being known for that and that's cool. But it's I think they know that so cool. I'm just crazy like that. You know what I mean? Okay. So by the way, and I, w- I was going to ask you about this later, but I'm like, I have seen Ain't Too Proud and you're, oh my, literally I was in the audience every time we came on stage, I was like wanting to throw my shoe at you. I'm like, how oh. dare you? You said you're going to notice me. Every time I'm on stage in every different role I'm in, you're going to know. You're going to know. Did you know how that happened, actually? How did that happen? So Mm -mm. I auditioned for the role of Paul and Eddie. And they quickly just had me in for Paul. And I kind of knew, I was like, I think I fit any of these guys the way they want me to. But I was still in there in the audition room, still in with everybody. And it was the, the, I probably the most fun I've ever had in an audition. And, and we were all celebrating each other, all black men. We were all friends. We were all having fun at the final mm-hmm. call. And I just remember my agent calling me after that final call. And he said, I have some good news and some bad news. I was like, what is it? He said, bad news is you didn't get the role of Paul. And I, I probably, I knew that because I didn't fit into what they wanted. And there's only five guys who are the leads in the show. And he goes, but they want you in the show because they're going to create a, a track for you. They like you so much. And oh I thought, what? my God. What? Oh my so God. So that track that you saw was just like <laughs> one-liners and different things that they spliced together Eco. to help me create a track for what me. What the and heck? I'm so grateful. <laughs> what the actual heck? These are Broadway dreams. <laughs> it's amazing. You're, it's really amazing because it's not only are you like actually telling the story, but you're, it's also hilarious. It's like, when does it stop? Who is he going to come out as next? It, yeah. you, you cannot be ignored. And I believe you got the legacy rope, which used to be called the gypsy rope for right. that show. Yes. Congratulations. Yes, That's awesome. That, that was great too. You know what I mean? I never thought I would ever win that. And I remember the one time I was in Scottsboro Boys, I thought I was going to win and I didn't. Oh. And uh, I know another colleague of mine had nine shows under his belt. So there was just like no way. Dang it. But I was just honored. I was thrilled that 2019 was a good year for me. I would have to say. Oh my God. That's truly and also i do want to go back to what we were talking about a little bit before can you remember can you remember the first time i am going back a little bit can you remember the first time that you advocated for yourself first time that i advocated for myself in what way like Like, professionally whether it was like no i really don't want to shave my beard or actually i do need to be wigged or no oh god yeah yes 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 it's funny you mentioned beard this goatee that you see on my face right now is cute. She- I will never ever shave for a show. I will always try to keep my goatee because without this, I look like a seal. Like oh, a. No, <laughs> I look like a- no, I don't <laughs> I look believe like an you. Going, ur, ur, ur. No, I look oh, no, I, look I first of all, I don't believe you, but also let the record reflect. And that the only will not time sh- I've not. And the only time I've ever shaved the whole thing was because of kinky boots. And because you got to for kinky right. boots. So you're in drag, so you got to. 
but that's the only time I've ever shaved completely. Oh, wait, I didn't realize. Did, were you Lola? I, I, I was the standby for Lola on, on the so first So you always floor. had to like. For, for Jakey. Got it. Always. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because I was a standby, actually, I, I would grow it in. And then when they tell me I had to go on, I would shave it. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, amazing. I, I Let's see here. I've got another question before you. I'm going to wrap up soon, but I'm just like, yeah. how, for those, okay, you're, you're in spaces that, yes, you're on stage, nailing it, killing it, but you're also behind the table, especially in a mm -hmm. time when this is more important and it's always been important, but now it's like at the forefront, representation mm -hmm. matters. I, I'm not even sure exactly what I'm trying to get to here, but do mm -hmm. you feel that sense of responsibility? Are yeah, I, 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 we are doing a lot. And I am grateful for the team that I'm with Chicken and Biscuits. We are doing a lot for the community and for BIPOC, our, our people of color. We are doing a lot for not even just BIPOC, but just people who haven't really gotten their shot yet. You know what I mean? And our first day of rehearsals at Chicken and Biscuits, we had 24 plus Broadway debuts in every department of our show. From producing, because it's my first lead producing spot, and there's some of my other producing colleagues is their first lead producing spot as well. And Hunter Arnold, who basically is our experienced producer, who basically helped make this happen, had that same vision that we had. And he was definitely on board for letting us do some of these things. So we have an all black BIPOC team. I've never seen oh an all black God. creative team ever. That's From amazing. hair to sound, to set, to lighting. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. And every department of our show has a Broadway debut. We're trying to garner and teach and bring opportunity, diversity, wow. inclusion, equality to the stage, to the, to the table. Wow. And I want to be a part of that. I want to be a producer that brings that to the stage, especially as an actor. Yeah. And I even fight for my actors in my show. When something doesn't really actor. sound right, I go... I do. I go, listen, I, I do. I speak yeah. after. So I go, that w really wouldn't be great for her. So we need to give this to her because this is why. And they might not understand that. And then that's the conversation that we have. Yeah. And we're all trying to learn the, the missteps that we've been taking all these years. And yeah. so it's, it's very important, even for general management, to producing team, to acting team, to really come together and uh, figure it out. I'm inspired by you. And I want to know... What would you say to somebody who, because I would like to see like a future, whether it be Broadway and mm -hmm. like Broadway and beyond, I'd like to see more of that, like more people of color behind the table in those mm -hmm. producing rooms. Mm -hmm. What would you say? Because you're doing it and you're making mm -hmm. it look easy, which <laughs> that's a gotcha. Trust me, I'm freaking out daily. I'm freaking out. Daily. So, but what but you would you fake say? It till you make it. Fake it till you, what would you, you say it. to people who, like other people of color coming after you because you are trailblazing, Eclay? What would you say to people coming after you who want to find follow in your footsteps? How to get behind the table? How to get into producing? Like how to? What do you find say to a, them? Find a mentor. Find someone who's doing it. Call me up. Message me up. I have literally taken phone calls 
people who by G I don't even know these people. Yeah. And I have and I and I get on the phone with them and I go, what do you want to do? What's going on? What is it that you want to experience? And and we have conversations and I try to tell them as much as I can in order to get them on the right track. Because we're all in different points of our careers. So it's I'm trying to get them on track to where they need to go. Ask questions, throw yourself into situations. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. There were times where I didn't know exactly what I was doing in, in other situations. And I threw myself into it. And you, we never know how it's going to turn out unless we try. And if we fail, we pick ourselves up and we try it again. Yeah. And you, you learn a little bit more. And I'm learning right now, even in this lead producing spot, I'm learning a lot. Oh, it's inspiring. It's inspiring because you mentioned you're only 45. Can you imagine the things that you're going to continue to accomplish? It really... I know, I know it's a one day at a time. <laughs> I hope we run day at a time. Baby step by baby step, but then also right. just one day you're going to look back and be like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I think yesterday I was like 30 and now I'm 45. It happens so quickly. Honey. Mm -hmm. So what are you excited about today? What is there anything that we haven't talked about that you're like, wait, what about this? No, it, I think we've covered everything. We covered a lot. Just, just whatever it is you want to talk about. It's a blessing to talk about myself on a platform of, of like yours on this podcast and you're such a wonderful light and beautiful person i just want to say thank you for having me oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. i am like i'm so honored that you're on here and i already loved you so much just seeing you backstage every now and then but i truly am just in awe of you i really am and i'm so grateful to also have this opportunity yeah. to talk you. to you how can people find you oh my goodness Instagram, E. Clay Corn, or E. Clay Corn is, 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 is it really across the board. EclayCorn.com is my website. I put together over the pandemic. I thought it was time after 25 years. Wait, you put website. your website together? Because I just looked at it and it looks fantastic. No, I had a friend put it together, but <laughs> I've, had the, I've had these wheels turning about what I wanted in that website for years. Eclaycorn.com, Eclaycorn on Instagram. And then my production company with my business partner, Pamela Roth, is Eclay Rossi Productions. And that's also on Instagram as well. So you can find me there. Also, in addition to socials, I believe you can support E. Clay. Yes, I'm talking to you who are listening. You can support him by watching Chicken and Biscuits on yeah. Broadway yes. this fall. And also, are you going to still be in Ain't Too Proud? Yes. So I'm going to be in a Broadway show and producing a Broadway <laughs> show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, E. Clayton Cornelius, thank you for joining me. You are so amazing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Mwah. I love oh, you. I love you. That wraps another episode. Thanks for listening to The Salacia Show. See you next week and don't be shy. If you love the show, please tell me why. Please rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Go one step further, tell a friend or two. Check out my site if you think it was the bomb. Pay a visit to SaliciaThomas.com. One last thing before I relax. Shout out Josh Carey and thanks, Podmax. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs>
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.